Hello everybody, it's Isaiah. It's Dan. This is Ed. For this, um, the first full week of December. Um, yeah. For uh, the procrastination. Um, first and foremost, Dan. Yeah. You went to the PlayStation Experience yesterday. We went to the PlayStation Experience. I went there In too. other words, everybody but me. <laughs> um, well, a friend of Ed's and a, and a friend of a friend of mine was, was giving them out. Oh, okay. So... So, what I need you guys to do uh, uh, is right. uh, wander around mm-hmm. and try to find a bed. <laughs> try to find a what? A bed. Oh, I heard bed. A try bed? to find a bed so I can lie on it while you two are having fun. <laughs> uh, you can cry on your pillow. <laughs> you can come back and tell you how fun it is. Yeah, exactly. And then I can cry some more. Yeah. Uh, everyone wins. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the people that make two pillows. They're, uh, they're pillows... <laughs> That the, absorb, kind of, absorb, isn't you know, like the water be- bed, it's well, a water pillow, yeah, it absorbs your tears and just makes it more comfortable, yeah. And then and you can also have the ones that are like made of a rubber material, so mm. that way the tears just like go right off. Yeah, eventually, you cry so much, it just becomes like a water bed pillow, it's just <laughs> it becomes like one of those things where like that one little, like that one little tiny little um leak happens, and then like more tiny little leaks until like <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you get flushed out of your house, basically. How much water was in there? <laughs> I, I, how much, how I much were you crying? I cry a lot. <laughs> this is where I come to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we went there. Um, pretty freaking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mostly went there for Capcom Cup. Mm-hmm. And I only went there for The Last Guardian. Okay. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's, and the first thing we did was Last Guardian. And the last thing that I did was Capcom, Capcom Cup. So. Yeah. First thing too that I thought was was oh my god so freaking great they introduced uh, the new MVC MVC yeah oh, did you man. see the did you see the gameplay trailer no somebody told me though that it seems a lot like uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom yeah, kind of but it's so like you, you just want to watch it real quick it's pretty short how, let me see how short this thing is because I saw that I saw the actual trailer but I'm like oh that's not gameplay footage no, or no, with no. the one with X and Ryu versus yeah, yeah. at the very end they had gameplay footage uh, after Capcom Cup mm-hmm. and it was like the most action packed like 15 seconds. <laughs> It felt like 15 seconds. I mean, I'm sure it was longer, but um, yeah. <laughs> Just look, look. After Capcom Cup, I was in the bathroom, uh-huh. going to the bathroom, and this guy. This guy just goes, "I'm so freaking excited! Marvel's back!" And he just punched the wall. <laughs> Pushed the wall and left. I'm like, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> and he, and he, I jump up and I and I hit the ceiling with my head and and there's blood on my head and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a real man. <laughs> and then you're like, all, hey, you said penis. <laughs> hey, you said penis. <laughs> oh god. Do I gotta put the money in the jar? <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's just so crazy and and. Capcom Cup was insane because freaking first not only first American winner of Capcom Cup, but the uh, it was only Americans in the winners finals and it was only only Americans in the grand finals. Ah, oh. so it was just it was just America. America won. There's no other way around it. Yeah, just just everybody in the crowd screaming America, USA, USA. I did that the other day. I went to a Star Wars burlesque show. <laughs> you screamed USA. Well, because at the end there was this, there was this girl who like her her performance. She comes out dressed up as Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. and uh, I say that like as if nobody knows who the hell Luke is. Which Luke? There's so Which many Luke? There's so many Luke. So God, many in yeah. Star Wars. Like, um, but anyway, I don't know why half the cast of Star Wars is named Luke. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She comes out. She dances. Um, uh, you know, she strips down a little bit. But then the coolest part is after she does all that, she opens up a case 
and pulls out. It's a violin designed to look like the land speeder. Nice. From that, and she starts playing. Uh, she starts playing the Star Wars theme on violin. Like just up like this, and it's like a kind of badass. And then later on, she and then after she plays that, she plays the Star Spangled Banner for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and then like when she gets to the part where and the rocket's red red glare, she pulls out like a lighter and lights the ends of the of the land speeder, like the engines, and they start sparking off. And she's still playing as like the sparklers are going off around her hand and like. <laughs> And then, that's when everyone starts chanting USA. Yeah, after the after the song ended, we're like USA, USA. Rightfully so. It was a great show. Uh, Sounds amazing, right? Um, but yeah, it was fun. So a lot um, of USA stuff happening now. And yeah, yeah, it was a good it's a good day for the US the US of a. Yep. Speaking of which, when's the giant robot battle? The one that we made versus the one that Japan. That's true. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> I don't know. It became. One, I think it's one of those things where it's like, we 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 knew it's not gonna work. <laughs> like, oh. like I, I genuinely feel like the American one is, the the American one is like the one that everyone calls like a reliable gal kind of robot. No. Oh. <laughs> and the Japanese one is the more efficient. Can probably beat everybody's ass, but will probably if this was a movie would probably die in the halfway point. We have to rely on old reliable. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, this is this is real life, bitches. So it's like it's not gonna work, work not- like it would in the movies. Dude, okay, like just just watch part of this trip. It's a minute long. Just put it put it near the mic, kind of, so you can hear it. in the cornucopia. kind of that makes me laugh about it is like i'm like so her putting on a mask makes her more powerful that, yes that is how it works yes. in the comic usually i don't know why yes <laughs> it's like now i'm putting serious on, yeah. putting a mask on makes everything powerful oh you would say that <laughs> <laughs> mr mr wearing a uh, wearing a luchador mask while I wearing to, shades i need to take a picture of that as our as our cover photo if you want to do it go for it because it just looks uh, like it looks like from the makers of Theodore Rex kind of feel <laughs> to Rex. it, Jesus. or what was it, Tammy and the Tyrannosaurus? The trailer. <laughs> Did you see that one? No. Uh, we were watching it at, at our friend Tony's house, hmm? and um, it's this old ass movie. It stars Paul Walker and Denise Richards. Paul Walker is a guy who's in love with Denise Richards' character, but and she's kind of falling for him. But she's got a boyfriend who's a dick, and then. He throws Paul Walker into like a lion enclosure at a zoo. This came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like like basically, it's like this, this, that'll learn you for trying to mess with my woman, kind of thing. And then um, uh, they, they they take him to the hospital. The doctor's unable to save him. And then what they do is they is like this one evil guy puts his brain into the into the body of an animatronic T Rex. 
Okay. What, what is this movie? Because okay. I need to see it now. It's called Tammy and the Tyrannosaurus. Okay. The whole thing is on YouTube. So if okay. you want to check it out, you can catch it on YouTube. Which we are. And it's 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 so much 90s to it. Like, it's one of those things where even the trailer sounds like, you know, like when, you, when you'd watch an old Disney movie, like Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. I was like... I'm sorry. Okay, I just say that the lion enclosure was like a total, like it totally threw me off because I completely forgot about the 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 T Rex part. Yeah, and I was just expecting something lion related. <laughs> the lions had nothing to do with it except that they they killed him. Well, because yeah, because they, they show like like they show him like they kidnap him and then like lower like they do one of those things where him and his buddies like circle around him in their in his in their cars so he has no way of getting out. Oh yeah. And then they drag him to the wild animal park and toss him into the lion enclosure and laugh. And laugh. Yeah. I always think with a circling thing, I'm like, can't you just run them over? Just run their ass over. <laughs> He's not in a car. Were they in a car or were they in motorcycles? No, it was, a, it was cars. But I'm, okay, because when I see when I see motorcycle people do that, I'm like, just just run them over. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to hurt you. It's fine. Yeah, just just run and drop kick them, and like. Oh, I thought were, I thought he was in a car. I'm just saying because I've seen that where where a like a motorcycle gang will surround a car and do oh, that. Oh no no no, he's he's walking. Oh, okay. Like he's just he's just on his legs. Okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> drop kick him and take the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I would do if, if I had a circle would, of motorcycles. If, if, I don't know, if I know I'm gonna get jacked up, at least I'm gonna go badass. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Let's go full GTA. Yeah. Um. By the way, that it does that does sound like a good picture for the podcast. Uh-huh. But uh, I also had this one that I was thinking of of suggesting. Okay. It, was, it was from a, it was from a wall. At, at the position experience, you, you can, you can write. God? Yeah, the knack is God. You can write whatever you want. There's a bunch of writing, and then this, somebody just wrote really huge knack is God. <laughs> the one thing I'm actually I'm actually excited for that that like nobody really posts anything about the 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 remastered Crash Bandicoot. Dude, that game looks insane. I just I, I didn't even play it. I just looked at it for a long time. <laughs> I was like. Why does this look so much better than before? It doesn't. It doesn't feel like you should be able to make Crash look that much crazier. It looks like it's running on a high-end PC. And it was just freaking me out. Well, you're you're literally going up three generations from what it was to now because that was PS One. Yeah. yeah. And now we've gone two, three, and four. So it's like now four like Crash Bandicoot to me should be like Sully from Monsters Inc. Where each one of his hairs That's what should it be. Like. Like could be able to move, I, yeah, I independently. Think, I think of each the TV other. was like 4K because it looked. Like, I, I could see like more pixels than I knew existed, and I was <laughs> then saw the future. Crash Bandicoot, that's it. <laughs> Doctor Neocortex legitimately looked like Kevin Spacey to me. Is he based on Kevin Spacey? Nah, it is now. <laughs> um, oh, and they added they added actual. They had an actual auto saving and like a good save feature, so that it's not like the crappy. Can you remember what the, the save features were on the old Crash, right? Oh yeah, and the thing that the thing that always pissed me off about Crash is like you couldn't save after every level. Yeah, now like you there can't. Were, there were like four save points I think in the entire game. Exactly, and now you can just save whenever you want, and there's an auto save if you want to turn that on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. One thing I always loved about Crash Bandicoot was that <coughs> the, at least the first one was you didn't even have to fight the last boss. If you if you collected all of the gems in the first game, the second to last level is called the Great Hall. Now, if you haven't collected all of the gems, you just go from you just jump from one end to the other, and then there's the portal to get out of the level. But if you've collected every single gem in the game up until that point, you just jump from gem to gem because they've now all uh-huh. taken physical form, and then there's your girlfriend with a bird. And the two of you just sneak out of Dr. Cortex's castle. <laughs> nice. So you'd never even have to fight him. 
cool. Why doesn't Sonic do that with his things? <laughs> yeah, I know. That'd be cool, right? Well, they, they give you the extra level. Like, the yeah. Doomsday Zone and freaking Sonic and Knuckles. That was always freaking badass to do. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, that, a position <laughs> experience was a lot of fun. Um, I know what game Ed liked the most, or I think I do, besides the obvious. Last, Last Guardian? Yeah. Besides the obvious, yeah. what was the other game that you liked a lot? Uh, it was called Sounds and Beats. And this game was amazing because, for one... All it was was sounds and beats. Well, your little shape. Uh-huh. It was like no shapes and beats. Sorry, there we go. I was like shapes. shapes. I was like I don't think that's right. I was, I, shapes and beats. I have the card here somewhere. I was yeah, looking yeah. for it. <laughs> shapes and beats, and you're just a little shape, and there's a bunch of beats going on, and you have to. It's like Ikaruga. You have to dodge all the little things. You can't attack. You just have to dodge. It's just like a survival simulator. You're just trying to survive. It's a. It's like a bullet hell game with music, and, and you can't so fight amazing. back. So you just gotta live. Everything is the boss fight. Nice. But it sounds amazing, and just, you can just dash. So if you dash, you're you're vulnerable, right? Yeah, you're invincible. So so you just gotta be constantly dashing. But if but you know once your your dash ends, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be vulnerable for a second. So yeah. you dash into like a space where there's already something happening. Teleporting yeah. an ass whooping. That's what you. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's got four player co op. You can do uh, you can just jump right in whenever you see somebody playing. You just be like, I want to play. Just press the button, and you're you're in there. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you die, your your friend can can uh, pick you up. Like you know, like touch you, and we're like you're we're like you're in a bubble, uh-huh. you know. And it's like, help me, help me, and you like 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 every uh, like, uh, like Yoshi's Island. Exactly. Um, so fun. And uh, Ed, Ed was telling me I I have to go back and play this again just yeah, I, because if you if you actually beat the three levels, you we, get to a secret. We got level. to the last guy, but we didn't beat him. Mm. And I beat him, and we got to the secret level, and you get to play. It plays Mortal Kombat. That's the, that's the song. That's you the got, song. We, we got to try to survive during the song. Nice. And they actually got the license to it. Nice. So it's in the game. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna finish the whole song for a second. No, there. no. Mortal Kombat. It's just like. Liu Kang. He's <laughs> like, you don't even care. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat. Sonya. <laughs> Johnny Cage. Scorpion. Sub-Zero. Raiden. Kano. You can feel it. You can feel the Mortal love. Kombat. You can feel the love in this song. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going to do the whole thing. I was sings like, it with such determination. I'm like, I'm not going to stop him. I'm like, at, at one point I knew, like, I'm like, damn, I forgot a fighter. Which one did I forget? As I'm like still coming in for like different ones. <laughs> oh yeah, Kano. <laughs> <laughs> they should make like an updated version of the Mortal Kombat song, but they have to do like every character. So it's exactly the same. But then when they get to the part it's, of where it's Mortal Kombat Armageddon, just like every single <laughs> meat, smoke, Ermac, like, like <laughs> for like an hour. <laughs> we stop. <laughs> um, I actually also really enjoyed a, a uh, music game mm. called. Um, <sighs> It's just pronounced arrow, but mm-hmm. it has like the backwards upside down e going on. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, it's called a schwa. <laughs> backwards upside down e to me. <laughs> um, that'd be a good episode title. It's a backwards upside down e to me. <laughs> um, and like this game, it's it's kind of like uh, what, uh, what's that game I'm trying to think of where you have to st- you have to stay on the line if you. <laughs> Is that like those those games that Tony Jump and scared? Miguel play at? At like round one, yeah, kind of. Like it's a music game, and it's a uh, it's just the two sticks and the R two button. Oh, okay. And the left stick controls your ship, 
and then there's there's large large segments of the of the stage where it's all kind of techno ish, mm-hmm. and and whenever the beat drops, you know, like it says like like call nine one one. This is an example. It's not, it's not in the game, but like it's like call nine one one now, and then all of a sudden it'll have like that like a thing you have to follow, and that's like the the like you know. Yeah. And like you're, as long as you're touching the line, it'll be playing that part. But if you fall off it, then the music, that part of it stops. Ah, okay. And then you, you're losing health. Um, and it's always against the outside of the, the stage. So you don't really have to like finesse, like try to get right in the middle. Mm. You're just holding like against the, the edge, mm. you know. And then, and then while that's happening, there's a there's another part where you have to shoot ships that are coming in, uh, Galaga style. Oh, okay. And you just aim at the the ships with the right analog stick, and it locks on. And then once you get like a you know a good number of lock ons, you can just fire with R two, and kill them all at once. And uh, but then all the shots that they're shooting, you also have to shoot because there's there's no avoiding them. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they they home in, so you're shooting at those things too, and it gets really hectic. And every single shot is a, is a beat, so it kind of goes with the song too. Mm. And some parts of the stage have both going on. So then you're trying to trying to keep it alive. You're trying to shoot all these things, and it gets like really hectic and then fun. Oh god! Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that game. So, um, so it's a good multitasker game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're if you have a hard time with that, then I'm <laughs> they sorry put, for they it. They put it this way: I made the guy at the booth really happy. Uh-huh. So I told him because I, I was playing it off to the side. There was another game that he was also demoing, so he was busy. Uh-huh. I was just playing it with myself, like by myself, with the headphones on, getting into it. And I, I told him. Oh man, yeah, I really like this game. When is it coming out? And he's like, oh, you know, he's like, I'm not really sure yet. Uh, 2017, probably early. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh great, yeah, I played all the stuff. I played all the stages. You played all the stages? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I only beat the first stage, but I really enjoyed it <laughs> because uh, I think I saw like two or three other people play it, uh-huh. and every single one of them they got destroyed super fast, and, and they got- and then they either left immediately or they played like one more time, did a little better. And then left. Mm. Like not a single person played more than one one level. Mm. They got discouraged. Yeah, or or they were just like, "Well, I, I get it." You know, it's that yeah. thing where you're like, "I get what this game is. All right, I'm gonna go try something else." <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun. And then there was like like one of the levels actually had um, the stage was was moving to the like to the beat, and there were like crushers. So you had to figure out exactly where the, where the beat was gonna crush you, and you had to to like figure out like, do I, do I stay in the center or do I go to the left uh-huh. or the right? You know. So you're doing that, and you're trying to keep the line, and you're <laughs> it's like switching between things. It was real fun, and the music was good. That's good. That's a, that sounds that sounds interesting, but like I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> I have a hard enough time playing like like games like where I can only focus on one thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the well the easier stage, the first stage had had different segments, but they were all split up, so you never had to do multiple things. You know, mm-hmm. there was the stick, the part where you had to follow the line. It was the part where you had to shoot the ships, but they weren't together. Right. You know? But then as you get to the harder and harder stages, the, the next harder stage had both happening. And then the next harder stage had both happening and had the, the, the crushing things happening. <laughs> the Crushinators, as I called them. Mm. No, <laughs> Paul. I love him. <laughs> um, you? Did you play anything else that you really enjoyed, Ed? I feel like you did. Um, I played a couple of things. Uh, Gravity Rush 2. Mm-hmm, that, that one was just fun, but I didn't play that much because I was like I'm waiting for it. Um, Horizon, Horizon was really fun. Oh yeah, you played that, huh? Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, that's the one like we're super in the future, but animals are kind of instinct. So we made this like robotic, robotic animals, and we had to hunt them for their sources. Mm-hmm. Why'd you look at me when you said robotic? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> okay, it just, it just seemed like robotic. 
Dan. <laughs> like, I, I know. <laughs> we all know you're animatronic. Dan. No, I am not. <laughs> Excuse me for a moment. <laughs> um, yeah. I am a washing machine. Do what I say. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> he was he was singing the doofing song. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. And then I just went to Homer at the Blocko Land. Blocko Land. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um. Kagakum was great. Uh, freaking, we're, we're going back. <laughs> I probably today. Um, because there's this thing that you can do. Uh, if you have this app that I don't have, but I can still kind of do it, um, you get your your badge scanned mm-hmm. at, at different locations, mm-hmm. and it unlocks free stuff for you that hmm. you get that you get in the in your PSN account. What you what you get? I think you get codes. That, yeah, you get codes. It. You don't. But like uh, like you visit the um, Double Fine uh, Studio uh-huh. and you get a free um, copy of Day uh, Day of the uh, Tentacle. Hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, like. Uh, uh, there was something like that with uh, Psychonauts. Also, if you do the if you do the, the um, Psychonauts VR game, you get like a free game. No, oh, that's like, that's the uh, demo. The double fine. Oh, you, don't, you don't get the demo for Psychonauts. No, no, you 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 have to do the Psychonauts VR demo in order to get it. Your badge scan, uh, scanned. Mm. Is it? Because I thought the the double fine one was the uh, the Psychonauts one. Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, there's there's different stuff. Um, I mean, so I mean, a few of them we just got just because we're like. Whatever, just give it to yeah, us. Yeah, they're like, like oh, do you want us to scan your badge? I haven't even been in the booth, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you play one of the adult swim games? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally, you, you bet I did, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. But yeah, sure. <laughs> just give me what I need. I had a lot of fun with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course I did. You totally saw me play it too, so it was good. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to find this card. I, I had cards that I, I kept just like... I think I left them in my pants. Other pants. Um, <laughs> I left them in pants. <laughs> yeah, I left, I left them in pants. In just, just somewhere. Someone's pants. They're going to find it right now. Good for them. Um, they're like, hey, <laughs> one, of our, one of our lucky listeners will find my card in their pants. Reverse pickpocketing. Like, like what was it? Um, what's that one? Uh, like the, the ninja parade and... And the only way to know that it's even happening is that uh, some kids end up with candy in their pockets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's that one ninja that, like, you just saw like a blur of him in the shot. And you know they killed him afterwards because he got caught. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He got caught. <laughs> he, he, he failed. No, he killed himself. He's a ninja. Yeah. Uh, he just disappeared a puff of he's smoke. A, he's a maybe a ninja, but he's not a samurai. I am ninja. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I did play this one game that I can't find. I, I didn't seem to enjoy it, but I enjoyed it. It was like this uh, kind of old school RPG. Oh yeah, that one. Old school action. <laughs> old school action RPG. Uh huh. I just—it's it, hard to explain, but it it hit this weird feeling of nostalgia that I have for, for of all things, the the Willow game. Willow, the movie with Warwick Davis and yes. Val Kilmer. Yes. You played the game. No, <laughs> but, but I, was, I, I love. That's like, one, movie. that's like one of my favorite movies. Like so. Yeah. Well, there, there was a really good game of it, and it came out for the arcade. Uh-huh. And I think also for a console back in the day. And it, like something about this game just reminds me of that game so hard that like it made me, it made me just like it immediately. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very much a it just a, a relaxing old school kind of action RPG. You just you just figuring out puzzles. You're pushing blocks on the things. You're getting treasure chests. You're fighting like. 
slimes, <laughs> you know, with your little sword. Hey. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, if I can find out the name of it, I'll probably uh, I'll bring it up next week or something. Oh, okay. I don't know what the hell happened on my cards that I was keeping. What? Like the next time, like if we go uh, take a picture of it. Yeah, I was doing that for that's what I did for for Arrow, but I don't know what I did with that one. Um, hmm. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the um the video game awards also happened this week. Oh yeah, so much of that. One of the guys got his award and told us to keep him out for Harambe. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. The creator, uh, not the creator, but the, the the community guy for Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, he. <laughs> He freaking just said that, and he also said uh, uh, shout-outs to Pro Genjis, which is another meme. Uh-huh. Uh, to a uh, shout-out to all my Pro Genjis, my my uh, support mains, and keep them out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, wow, he just went full meme there. Good for him. Um, yeah, man. Um, oh, freaking uh, Kojima was there. Oh, Ed. That's my name. Did you know that Kojima's new uh, Kojima's new game was actually running on the same engine as that uh, Zero Dawn? Uh, what was it called? Zero. Sorry, I'm blink on it. The, the one you played at the, at the con with the with the animals and the robots, the robot animals. Oh, Horizon. Yes, thank you. I keep wanting to say like Zero Dark Thirty for some reason. Um, the it's the same. Same engine? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was trying to find like an engine to use because he's like, I don't have the the kind of resources to make my own engine for this. You nice. know. And, and they helped. And obviously, Konami won't let him use the Mega Solid Five one that he helped yeah. make. So yeah, he went to them, and he was like, immediately he knew that's the one he wanted, because his game has a lot of. I don't know if you noticed, it's like very uh, animal and robot combined. Yeah. You know, it's like a tank with like weird meat stuff coming off it, like Akira. It looks really oh, weird. Okay. Um. So yeah, he's like, this is like the perfect uh, thing for this engine that I want. And I guess they're they're really cool with with Kojima. Like, like I guess they have you know fans of his there because yeah. they they straight up gave him the source code for the engine before they <laughs> no, like, before no they way. even signed anything before they even what he caught. They were like, here, <laughs> here you go, just have it. Like <laughs> we <laughs> we'll, want to see what you can yeah, do with this. We'll sign some stuff afterwards. <laughs> By the way, that team is the same team that made Killzone, which is yeah weird. It's like a completely different game. Yeah, but and like. And Killzone does a good story. Too. Oh, Killzone is freaking amazing. I, 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 I've watched it. I haven't really played it that much, but I've watched it. And, like, yeah. Like, the story's good. So, like, I know this, the Horizon story's gonna be good. So, like, yeah, I'm waiting for that one. Um. Uh. <laughs> yep. Um. Final Fantasy 15 has been popping off. <laughs> it, uh, it has. <laughs> it has the most the most sales of of any Final Fantasy game. Nice. Uh, well, to start with, and put that way. Yeah. You know, like day one sales were five million, mm-hmm. and it's just been going up and up and up, and yeah, people are buying it up. Well, because people have been waiting a a long time for this, and b it's actually pretty good looking. Like That's what I'm hearing. Like, uh, and then also the map is freaking humongous. A friend of mine showed me. He's like, "This is the map from Grand Theft Auto V, which was a gigantic map." Mm-hmm. He's like, now here's Final Fantasy 15. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> three times more than that. Yeah, more than three times. Like, like literally, it was like so they had a tiny <laughs> ass corner of the screen was uh, GTA 5's map, and then like that's why they had to give you a car. Yeah. Um, did you guys see the the Tonberries in that game? No. no. <laughs> they're no. they're Yodas. They're nice. straight. Imagine Yoda from the prequels, where he's he's got a giant, you know, he's got a he's got a laser weapon because because their knives turn into freaking lightsabers for some reason. Nice. And then they just <laughs> start, and they, they just start jumping and flipping around you, and you're like, oh my god! <laughs> for like four time periods, you're just like, oh. <laughs> of course they do. 
why this not? is great i'm like why i don't i don't know where this idea came from but i'm totally down for it like <laughs> I love Tom Burns. I love Tom Burns. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It it makes me laugh just because the fact that the thing that I always thought about Tom Burns is that they're supposed to be slow. They're slow, methodical, but they will kill you. Yeah, (laughs) and they're tanky. Yeah. But the funny thing is, at least in the video I saw, it looked like they started off like that. Like they were like just, just walking. And then you engage them, and all of a sudden the knives, the the lightsaber parts come out, and they're like, what? What now, son? <laughs> oh, you fucked up. You thought I was a little bitch? <laughs> you come to the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. I'll just, kill you. They just dump you. It's like, oh, God. Abraka, fuck you. <laughs> it's not always Abraka, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not always Abraka, fuck you. And I'm, I'm more than a one-dimensional character. I'm sure you're making John so happy right now. <laughs> just, uh, God, um... But you know, but you, know, you know that you, you that, passed my final test. <laughs> you know how you know like how my goose is finally cooked. <laughs> you know how Square Enix, um, you know Square Enix had a lot of a lot of uh, belief in this game because mm-hmm. they released a Final Fantasy 15 themed Walkman for some reason. What? I don't even know that was a thing. Are there I still Walkman? I thought Walkmans were you know stopped. Is it Japan only? I want to. I want to freaking Walkman. Well, what you know what I kind of wish they would make? An MP3 player that just looked like a tape recorder? That's what I'm wondering if this Walkman is like an MP3 player and it just kind of looks... Because well, like one of my favorite things back in the day was they made a, uh, they made a um, sound wave from Transformers. They mm-hmm. made a, uh, uh, an MP3 player out of them. Nice. Like in the tape deck part, it's actually where you put the SD card. That makes sense. So you can make it as big as as big of a file as you want, and just like put it in his chest, and then like he transforms from the tape recorder to the robot, and you can still listen to him in either form. It was this uh, this one podcast I was I was listening to. They were talking about, um, I guess, like movie trilogies, mm-hmm. and somehow like Transformers came up, and they're like, oh, I was so disappointed with Transformers. <laughs> he goes because I saw like a trailer or a teaser or something, and it had like a part where I guess it takes place in the past, and it showed like. A, I don't know, let's say it was a, I don't know what, what decade it was, but it was, a, it was like 60s, 70s or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and, and it was just like a flashback part of the, of the movie. But all I said was that, that part. And I was like, oh, dude, that'd be great. Freaking Transformers and like the, the, the muscle car era. And then mm. all, all, all the Transformers are muscle cars. Nice. And they're all freaking old school. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Get like one Transformer that's kind of older than the others. And it's like the super old car where it doesn't have a windshield. And like, you know? Yeah. Living up the dream. Freaking Model T Transformer. <laughs> Mr. Model T. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Michael Bay movie, so it probably would be voiced by so Mr. Got a, T. Got a bunch of like gold chains around it. <laughs> Again, it's... <laughs> okay, I take it back. Mr. Model T is probably the better name for the episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got Mr. Model T, don't you? I pity the fool who doesn't... <laughs> drive on like, like Who doesn't drive home? Drive, drive, drive home. chrome <laughs> <laughs> Drive chrome? <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore <laughs> uh, Oh, we also saw Doctor Strange? Yeah, oh, yeah. His, his cape is my new favorite hero Oh yeah. god, yes I want, I want the cape and, and Aladdin's uh, carpet to fight 
<laughs> or just be best friends. All right. No, you fight first, then you become best friends. And I just imagine, like, for some reason, the first thing that popped in my head was the carpet doing the Bruce Lee thing where he does that flip and then throws his hand out and just does the come get some kind of thing. Because <laughs> he does it with a little rat. Yeah. Man, I feel like I feel like that. I feel like that movie is gonna gonna inspire the comics a lot. Cause I'm pretty sure his keep doesn't do that in the comics, but it better now. <laughs> it does now. Right. Um. Good movie. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the way that they framed uh, with, uh, what is his name, uh, Baron Mordo, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I like how they set him up. Yeah, everyone was like was throwing everybody off. <laughs> everybody like, was like, "I'm throwing off." Well, because well, because I mean, it's like nobody was expecting it, and everyone was just like, what "Wait, like like why like, is he bad?" Yeah, because somebody's like, "You wouldn't expect that Baron Mordo's a bad guy." Baron Mordo's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> When did this happen? The the after credit sequence, pretty much. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. You're supposed to be the cool guy. You were the chosen one. Yeah. Ooh. It's yeah. one of those Soundwave MP3 players I was telling you about. All right, let me see. Oh, all, he's all white. Wow, that's pretty nice. Does it still transform? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's only seventy-eight bucks. Yeah. That's not bad. Not only that, it's not bread. It's, a, it's an MP3 player. <laughs> it's still win-win. Does it, yeah. does it still work when you have it transformed? Like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's still it's, it's still like a headphone jack and everything. Like it's just yeah. you just got to pop. You just have to have the headphone jack available. And like here's one of the in the uh, here's one in its transformed mode. <gasps> yeah. See, look. And then and then like and then like. And then, like, all the buttons are still, like, right at his crotch. <laughs> he got, just, go ahead. Just uh, press my crotch. He, oh, he, like, just, just press play. Stop, stop being so into it. <laughs> you want to listen to music, don't you? <laughs> uh, press play on me, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, freaking, you know how we do. Freaking Ed made friends in the line. <laughs> he made friends with almost everyone. <laughs> it was weird. Well, you got, like, three people on our side, and we're just hanging out with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We wanted to go eat uh, Korean barbecue afterwards, but we were playing uh, Marvel Cup and wait, Capcom Cup. Capcom Cup, yeah, they went yeah. to the two because he was a big Street Fighter fan. That was the first thing he went to. I know uh-huh. that. Uh, oh yeah, Street Fighter Five. I didn't even bring up the uh, freaking Akuma. Seems so good. <laughs> like he has like a better parry. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he has the same kind of parry as Ryu, but then his can go into a. It, it, it goes into a uh, like a like a punch, mm. or he can go into a kick, which like I think launches him into the air. And then he also has that as a as, a, as like a separate move. So he basically has like like a juggle. <laughs> Just do a combo, go into a juggle, jump into the air, hit him with like the air fireball. It's, mm. it's great. Um, oh yeah, I finally saw Lion Akuma. Like, <laughs> yeah. Destroy, oh, yeah. destroy he looks like it's just that's, that's what he looks like. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, I mean. He, like he had three uh, three costumes playable there. He had the the lion, which mm. I think is like the regular costume. He had the story costume where he is super effed up. <laughs> like he, like one of his eyes is gone and it just looks like like all destroyed. Uh-huh. And his body has like big parts missing and like they're the whole uh, each part that's missing is glowing. So I don't know what happened to him. So I gotta play the story mode for that. Um, and then he has the third form, which is just straight up the Street Fighter Four Akuma uh, character model. <laughs> And they call it like classic. Yeah, 
And that one is just, it's, it's literally just the uh, the Street Fighter 4 character model with uh, updated lighting. Hmm. But I mean, people like that costume, so whatever. <laughs> like, it's it fine. works. You might as well, you already have it for Street Fighter 4, just poured it over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he seems super good. Uh, and they destroyed Armika. She's, she's, she's gone. They rooted her from the game. So <laughs> it's all bad. They, they, they nerfed her. <laughs> she no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> what an update. She, her thing is just grayed out. Because um, her. Her like turnbuckle move where she throws you, uh-huh. it no longer uh, works. If there's, uh, it no longer works on like an invisible turnbuckle on the side of the stage. Uh, you have to be at the. You have at to be the in wall. the corner, and she can no longer choose which way to throw you. So, so you know the, the opponent has to be in the corner. Like if you're in the corner, you can't throw him back into the corner. Uh-huh. So yeah, like just she, she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a big nerf. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's such a such a small little change, but it fucks the character up so much. Yeah, I don't even know like why they did that. There were a bunch of other changes too, but they they were more minor. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to like super look into it for it to even notice. You have to know the characters. You know, this move is one frame faster. I can feel it at my bones. This move now has one pixel's worth more reach. <laughs> Yay! Um, oh, I think Akuma had like armor on some of his stuff too. I, I feel like he did, but it might have just been the, the parry happening. The one thing that I like that 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 I'm excited to see back again is the uh, the air Hadouken. Of Akuma. Oh, it's so like, good. Like I was, I was like that. Akuma had that, and then the fact that he only does it one-handed. Just... Yeah. Well, you know, they actually kind of nerfed that. It's interesting. His fireballs—they mm-hmm. feel a little nerfed compared to the other games. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually stop moving for one thing. They have a, they have a range now. Oh, okay. Depending on which button you press, I think the, the range is different. Mm-hmm. But eventually, they just kind of wink out of existence. Um, so you're I, saying Akuma's now an SNK character? Kinda. <laughs> well, he was saying that and with with the with the, with the um, Tekken characters, so maybe he just got some stuff from them. Oh, that's true. But um, and he can't he can't throw fireballs if he jumps back anymore. Uh-huh. It's only I guess neutral and forward jump that he can do it. But uh, he gets all that back uh, when he goes into his his V trigger. Oh, okay. And they're stronger. And his uppercut now goes into like a second move that does more damage. So in other words, we wanted to just save stuff for the V trigger. We mm-hmm. can't just have him have all this all at once. Because like, what else do you give him? He already has all the things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a game for you, LaSalle. It's called All the Balls. <laughs> you play it like this? You play with all <laughs> the balls. You play like, no, stop it. It's my game. <laughs> um, that was a racist reference. Yep. If you yeah. noticed. <laughs> well, it's funny. All uh, like all week after the after the game awards, mm. I just kept seeing this one news story, and I never had to read the news story because all all I needed was the headline. It just, it just made me happy every time I saw it. It was just um, Guillermo del Toro says "fuck you, Konami." <laughs> That's it. I saw that almost everywhere. Yeah, because he was saying that like it was such a stupid move to cancel Silent Hills. Well, it was. Yeah, it was to just, yeah. to just fuck you, Konami. And it was. It wasn't just that though. He's friends with 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 Kojima, and apparently they kept him locked in a room for six months. Basically, did you hear about that? No, no. Um, during the last six months of uh, production of Metal Gear Solid Five, he was in a separate room on a different floor from the rest of his team, uh-huh. and he was basically just uh, locked in that room during his work hours. And if he wanted to talk to his team, he would have to uh, talk to a, a third person. Like he talked to them, he tell them what to tell the team. The team would, you know, they'd go down. I talk to the team, and the team would talk to that person and go back up. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, the, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, isn't it? Some Konami. Yeah. Fuck Konami. <laughs> F- Fuckonomics. <laughs> Aerogonics. Fuckonomics. Here's the part you didn't hear. <laughs> um Oh, I was telling Ed about this. It sounds like it sounds like Gynex is kinda of going under a little bit. 
Oop. Yeah, I'm kind of sad about that. The the company that made Evan Game Man. Oh, okay. They're, they make a lot of good anime, but that's the one that they're they're most known for. Mm-hmm. Um, in the period ending uh, July 2016, uh, Gainax only made 2.1 million dollars, which was 10 percent of what it made five years ago. Jeez. Um, and they also owe uh, Ricky Ano, which is the director of Evangelion and one of the founders. Mm-hmm. He he left and made his own studio first of all. Yeah. Um, and all the good stuff that's kind of Gainax, it's kind of actually been his studio. <laughs> It's it's kind of weird, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, yeah they all he's he's now suing them because they owe him for for uh, for like royalties and pay, uh, like a, a payment that he's owed, mm-hmm. and also he loaned them like I think eight hundred thousand dollars or something and they never paid it back, so yeah they're they're kind of it just it just makes me think like looking looking at it it like I mean it kind of makes sense that that would happen to them just in the simple fact that if you really look at them they just keep trying to get you back with the evangelion yeah, <laughs> yeah. like because well, there was there was the first run of it now there's like what version 3.33 of it well <laughs> gain x not like dan was saying something like the gain x didn't do much on that yeah it's well like i said it's it's more it's more um the other guy's studio yeah like, he's the one making it a guy is just letting him use the evangelion thing yeah. i'm not even sure if they're funding him or what what the deal is and like every good thing that's come out of them recently has been like Gainax slash this other studio. Like I haven't seen anything good come from Gainax alone in a really long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. So it might be going down. Yeah. But you know, he's still around. Maybe he'll get the rights to the good stuff. I don't know. Sorry, I just have to read this line. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen a murder or crumble? No, but I have seen many a cookie do that very thing. After all, it is their way. <laughs> <laughs> it is the way of the cookie. <laughs> um, you see, I've got like a, I've got like a list here of all things I'm gonna go to of today. Yeah. To try to get free stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so one thing I was reading right now, um, they, they're, they're making Admiral Admiral Akbar soap. Really? Is it, what? Is it's, it, it's, is it's it like, a trap? It's like his face. It's like, oh, um, <laughs> will it will it clean um, dirt of your magnitude? God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get that for Andy. Like, see, look. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's so scary. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it looks like it looks like it can get into those hard to reach places. Like, <laughs> yeah. not wrong. Uh, and the lines for VR at that place were oh, man, super, super long. long. Yeah, the, 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 it's always the VR that's long until everybody gets bored of VR. <laughs> yeah, because like I remember when we went to the when we went to um, that Bethesda event, like the VR was the only thing I didn't get to do because that line was long as hell. But I got to do every single thing else that they had there, and 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 eat and drink and be merry as much as I wanted to be. <laughs> you have to drink and. Be merry. Oh yeah, well, there was because they yeah. had they had booze there. They yeah. had like that that martini and that, bar and that, for that, that. And that giant turkey leg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that, man. That turkey leg. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Ed. Um, Nino Kuni too. Yeah. Okay, that's all I wanted. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew that would happen. And that's what I wanted to happen. <laughs> I had to put that one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the the arts made by Studio Ghibli, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, the game was really, really fun too. Yeah, I, really. I, I played the first Nino Kune, and that was it was really cool. I like that little guy with the nose ring and the lantern. Yeah, that first dude you meet that's kind of like your partner for the majority of the game. Oh yeah, you can't use him though. <laughs> I know he's just there. 
Uh, Prepper the Rapper's back. And Loco Roco. Hmm. Is a, yeah. a position classics, but they uh, weren't they remastered or something? Or they remastered. Yeah. Parappa's even flatter than he was before. <laughs> we weren't able to achieve the true flatness that we originally envisioned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a sheet of paper. <laughs> Come on now. Why don't you follow my words? Because we're almost done. I make it easy at first. I want to see if you want to see what it means to be the man with the master plan. Are you the man now? Here we go now. Kick punch block. Kick punch block. Kick punch block. Kick punch block. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's, that's what I heard. <laughs> go on. I heard kitch kitch my kitch my my block. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what the hell is that? Kiss my block. Kiss my block. <laughs> shut up. Once shut again, up. Go to hell. Once shut again, up. Dad. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> he said, "Dad, not Dad." You're welcome, <laughs> Dad. I'm your father now. <laughs> Dan. It's my dad. If you um, worst sitcom I've ever heard. Dan's okay. my dad. Yeah, there's that. There's that whole Death Stranding thing with the two trailers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's two trailers now. Well, I mean, this <laughs> what is what you say. Yeah, if you don't know, but I mean, like, I mean, like, there's two new trailers. I should say. No, no, the original trailer. Oh, okay, and then and the Guillermo del Toro yeah. one. You heard about this right with the baby? Yeah. How it transfers from one uh, one trailer onto the other trailer. Okay, you, okay, you, look, you look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you look like you, yeah, I know totally okay. what you're saying. I think I think I know what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I don't know what you're saying. The, the original trailer, uh-huh. is, uh, he's, he's holding the baby and he's crying. You know, yeah. Norman Reedus and his, his Norman fetus. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then as a, all of a sudden, it just, it just disappears. Yeah. And he's looking at his hands and there's oil on them. You watch the new trailer with um, Guillermo del Toro. And he's, he's underneath this bridge while these guys are going by and oil is dripping onto him. And then he kind of uh, gets out this weird device. The canister, yeah, yeah. the canister, and he turns it, and then the baby ends up in in the canister. Oh, okay. And if you watch both trailers at the same exact time, synced up, right when he turns the thing is when Norman Reedus loses the baby, and he gets the oil on him, which I assume is from uh, from um, Guillermo del Toro because he had like the oil kind of dripping on him. And he's looking at his hands. So the the two trailers are happening at the same time in different locations or something. What the fuck? So it's like super weird, and it's like. Kojima's on like another level right now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, now he's got full reign to do whatever the fuck he wants. So it's like, I'll make this shit as weird as fuck as you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, fans will figure it out. They'll be freaked out afterwards. <laughs> I still don't even know what the title means. De- who are you? Stranding death? death? Well, are they- you leaving him behind? Is well, like, is death the- leaving you behind? <laughs> I don't know because one of the recurring things is a bunch of uh, dead animals like uh, stranded on the beach. Yeah, yeah the, the, bolt, there's like bolt the, trailers. the dead crabs and like I think in the Gamma del Toro you see like some dead dolphins like off in the corner yeah. of like one of the shots. So and- it has something to do with that, I would assume. I don't. I don't. And then you got then you got a uh, Hannibal slash um, Casilius from Doctor Strange like with with a bunch of skeleton soldiers and a and a tank with weird slug looking things on it and. It's yeah. gonna be a fun game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, a, it'd be a good time for everybody. It's, it's a it's a wholesome family game. It's a, it's it's the kind of game where um, you'll look at it and you'll go you'll you'll be one of two things. <coughs> this man is a genius. This man is utterly insane. One of those two, you'll fall. There's, in no, one of those there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. You, you mean both? <laughs> it'll be like uh, it'll be like uh, what's it called? Um, Twin Peaks. Like you, you'll either know exactly what's going on or have no idea what's going on. But you'll feel like you gr- you've grown <laughs> from it. Fr- from it, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, do you guys want to talk about the new Uncharted or the new uh, Last of Us or whatever that was new, going on? New Last of Us, I'm excited. New, un- new Uncharted? Yeah, there's a new Uncharted coming out. It's a DLC, right? Okay. I don't, I don't know. Is it? Is it a new it, one it, or is there a DLC? Because I'm like, it's a new I'm story. Like, didn't we kind of end with four? Wasn't that like, kind uh, of a... It, well, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, uh, it's not Nathan Drake, right? Yeah. Uh, is it his daughter? Yep. Yeah, okay, good. So... So okay, that makes more sense to me then, because I'm like, I'm like, no, we we ended Drake's story. Drake's story should be done. It is it's done. Over. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. It's over. Um, Did it? Yeah, that's it's why I asked if you guys wanted to because I haven't even played the new one, so I'm totally just like off the map on that. Mm-hmm. And I like Last of Us, but not not as much as most people do. So I kind of like I'm not on that radar either. I still haven't played Last of Us yet. Really? I, yet? I want. I know. I know the friend that got us the. Uh, the thing was super excited yeah, for yeah, those yeah. two. Those are like her two favorite things. That was her jam. I want the girl, I want Drake, uh, Drake's daughter to be in the Last of Us universe. Because <laughs> technically they are. Because they never took out that Easter egg. Oh, yep. Yeah. Huh, so like the, the, the newspaper one? Yeah. The Last of Us is like the future or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. You'd run into like, all the Uncharted characters in the Last of Us universe? Yeah. That'd be cool if like they, they like... Although I'm pretty Don't sure. Don't put Nathan Drake in there. Put him as a, as a zombie. Yeah, a really was... powerful zombie. He has all of his old moves. <laughs> he's still he's still hiding behind cover and stuff. Yeah, and you know you can tell by his clothes. But then like you got the fans going, oh, but no, I'm like, it's a freaking Easter egg. Just enjoy it. For yeah, right. <laughs> Calm down. It's not. Oh, it's not real. Zombie. Life. Oh dear God, he's hard. <laughs> hey, what was that game you that you told me that you played that you liked? It was like a Hook or something. Oh. Uh... Pixel Hook, I think. Oh, I thought it was a movie about. I thought it was a video game about the movie Hook. I, was like, <laughs> I would be down for that. So hard. Yeah, like, well, I, I still want to know the name of it. But uh, wait, I took a picture of it. Where the hell is my phone? Uh, With sexy results. Uh, huh? Sorry, this man's out of gas. Yep. I'm trying to find him. But I got nothing. Um, tried nothing. I'm all out of ideas. Good for you. <laughs> Dead air is good for podcasts. This is all stuff that I'll edit out later because you won't even realize. Then I'll get super lazy and forget that I said this and then I'll never do it. (laughs) Can this be our theme song? (laughs) Because I'm a procrastinator. Procrastinator. This part will go into the April Fool's episode. Yeah. <laughs> you should make this an intro. Yeah. Uh, it's called a flint hook. Flint hook? Flint yeah. hook. Flint lock hook. Okay, I want you to explain it to me the same way you explained it to me the first time. Because it made no sense to me, but I still got excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much like, um, it's all sort of like 8-bit-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you use all these hooks to like jump around and like shoot and... You're a pirate okay, fighting other pirate, uh-huh. and you're getting all these like you're trying to get their treasure, but you're jumping around. I don't know, it's, it's crazy. I'm gonna see the name of it Flint Hook. Flint Hook. Flint, Flint Lock, Lock Hook. That looks cute. You're, are you a ghost? You look like a ghost in the face. It's his mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was good. Cool, cool. It's the song stuck in my head now. The song you just made up is stuck in my head. <laughs> and it did its job. Yeah. Procrastinator. Procrastinator. Uh, do you want to go into we, comics? We, we read yeah. it now, then we'll do it later. Yeah, let's go into comics. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So, uh, one of the current uh, Doctor Strange comics, mm-hmm. it's it's got the different Sorcerer Supremes for different uh, locations and, and time periods drawn together by by Merlin. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting just because it has, like, it has the, um, God, I already forgot the name of it. Who's the one that, that we see taught uh, Doctor Strange? Uh, the ancient one. Yeah, the ancient one. It has the ancient one when when he was still mortal. Oh, okay. And like not not ancient, <laughs> you know, not not ageless, not ancient, and yeah. kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like a girl that's like some sort of cowboy with guns for some reason because you got to have that whenever you got time traveling superheroes. Oh yeah. 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 Um, one of them appears because or at least because like the the next you know like the next issue a preview page. Mm-hmm. It appears to have a Native American woman. Who who is a sorcerer supreme and also a ghost rider, hmm. which is really cool to me. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised it's never happened before. Like somebody be both ghost rider and sorcerer supreme. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of excited for that. Also, I think Merlin is dead, but like that's kind of that's the kind of thing that like they say happens a lot in comics, but it never really does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Merlin died again. <laughs> again. Again. No, Merlin, I'm back. Hey guys, what? Where'd you go? <laughs> I, I want to take a nap. Yeah, just dying is like a nap for me. <laughs> um, was that? It was like that theory that Merlin goes backwards. Oh yeah, that uh, was that DC. What that did that? I forget. But like the idea that Merlin ages backwards. Oh no, I think it's in the, I think it's yeah, in the, the actual myth, isn't it? Yeah, that like because like I even because like they talk about it in uh like in the in the Disney movie even. Merlin goes to Aruba and, he, and like uh, Arthur's like, what the hell is Aruba? <laughs> like, oh yeah, and like his owl's like, oh, it's a place that hasn't been discovered yet by us. Like. <laughs> Um, yeah, like he starts off, he basically like uh, yeah, Benjamin, Benjamin Buttons. Buttons yeah, like, but like, well, but but no, but no, it's it's in reverse though. Like he's, yeah, he's he, already lived through the things that are happening. Yeah, like like your yesterday is his tomorrow, mm-hmm. which makes me sad because it's like you you get to enjoy all the comforts of the future and then like you, then you, you have slowly, to go, you have to go into being in the medieval yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like imagine imagine you. Having a smartphone and then like now you gotta learn to adjust without it and it's like in this world it's like I I, I don't know how to cope <laughs> like, yeah, right and then uh, slowly but surely now you no longer have cars and now you're on a bike and you're like oh it's taking me forever <laughs> what used to take me twenty minutes now it takes me like an hour <laughs> and then like we're gonna get those comments of people going like oh you goddamn millennial children <laughs> millennials millennials <laughs> woohoo. Liberals. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, liberals. liberals. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the comics that I read, they're, <laughs> they ended on really interesting next issue things. Like uh, this one basically, every once in a while Marvel will do this thing where it, it'll tell you what's going to happen in the rest of the arc, mm-hmm. basically. It's like, like uh, coming up on this arc. Like you just read the first issue. Check this shit out. And like... <laughs> It just shows you like, all these things, and you're like, "What?" Like it, it reminds me of like those uh, last episode on. It's like <laughs> I'm having on. your baby, and it's like an explosion, and like <laughs> all these things, and you're like, "What?" Previously on X Men, <laughs> but like, Logan. But, like one of the images that that they show is um, the Maker, who mm-hmm. is uh, the Ultimate Reed Richards, who's hey. a villain, and it's him holding an entire galaxy in his hands, and he just says, "Behold, the Ultimate Universe." It's like, dude, the ultimate universe still exists, and he he has it for some reason. He loves you. Um, it was all on Orion's belt. But, uh, um, <laughs> what else? There was a 
I think I'm like a trend that I'm noticing. Every once in a while, Marvel and DC will have the same idea at almost the same time. And it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, according to both Marvel and DC, shapeshifters can't help being bad guys, apparently. Um, it was recently explained that Mystique's uh, brain uh-huh. sh- uh, shifts when she shifts. So her personality, she has no set personality because of that. No. She can't have like a set personality. Like she'll, she'll, she'll shapeshift and then maybe she'll be a bad guy for a little while because her brain is like that right now, her brain chemistry. Yeah. And then she'll shapeshift to something else and then she'll be a good guy for a while. Um... Until Psylocke locked her brain. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you can't do that to me. You can't just... I just did. <laughs> Screw you. Like, <laughs> like, like Mystique was trying to make like a point that like, you just, you just, you know, like you're not, you're not accepting my, me for who I am. And she's like, yeah, I'm not accepting you for who I am, for who you are. You're kind of an asshole a lot of time. <laughs> so for now, you're going to be this. <laughs> Bye. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I can't? Looks like I can't. Because that's what I just did. <laughs> and um, the same thing happened in DC, where it was recently revealed that uh, Clayface, uh, when he shifts, when he becomes like, you know, mud, yeah. it like does something to his, his reasoning center where he just becomes like, where he just wants to, he wants to get whatever he wants and he doesn't think about consequences or, or whether it's good or bad that he's doing the things that he's doing. Uh-huh. Hmm. And uh, I guess when he shifts into being like, like, like looking like himself, it resets. So he's a good guy. But then whenever he shifts it, he kind of loses it again. And I guess the thing that Batman gave him is kind of helping him maintain that. Wow. That sounded, that sounded painful. That was my thumb, by uh, the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess what, whatever Batman gave him is kind of helping him stay centered with that. Mm-hmm. And allowing him to shift without you know losing that. But uh, it's just kind of interesting. Because it's, it is kind of true, right? Like you're shifting everything, including your brain. Yeah. So it should have an effect on your... Your thought processes. Well, it almost makes you think of uh, what's his face, Jericho in um, in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the ability to jump into anybody's body and take over their their personality, their personality everything like that. But then again, you're now in there with that person's brain, and yeah, then later so, on, it's so re- they have some control over it. And later on, it's revealed that everybody that Jericho has jumped into, a piece of them stays with him. Oh. So it's like he kind of becomes evil after a while because of all the villains he's jumped into to like yeah. take control of whatever. Yeah. And it's like it's like certain ones, it's like, you know, whatever. It might have been an underling or it might have been just like some guy who believed in the cause but not really. Mm. And then other ones, it's like, no, you jumped into Deathstroke. <laughs> like, you jumped into your dad. That's <laughs> you gonna, that's you gonna, made a real mistake there. <laughs> yeah, that's going to F you up. Ooh, you and then I remember, and then I remember in, the, in that comic series, um, the vigilante took him out and he... By removing his eyes, yeah, because that's how that's how Jericho goods into you. He he makes eye contact with you. Ah, so now if you don't have any eyes, you can't use your power. <laughs> okay, I thought he was gonna make him jump into a frog. Oh, was Ginyu Force? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> there was a really there was a bunch of animals uh, recently. They were all really weird and kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. There was one where Spider Man took improv classes. <laughs> <laughs> because he he was being told that he he kind of lost his humor. Oh. He's like, no, no, I'm still funny. <laughs> he went to improv classes and it's like a, a montage of him just doing all the improv stuff. Like he's doing that thing where he can't use his hands and uh, and the guy is feeding him stuff. <laughs> like, mm. uh, which which totally makes sense to me in the idea of that's why I like the new the new Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the kid that they got, because yeah. he won't shut up, and that's what I love about Spider Man. Yeah, like, he won't shut up. neither Garfield nor McGuire did that in their movies, in their respective movies. Like, 
Like Andrew did a little bit, like the whole small knife thing, yeah. but not, not enough. Like yeah, it was like it was like okay, you do it with the little guys, but you gotta do it with the big guys too. Like you gotta piss them off so they get they get um, sloppy. Exactly. And it's like it's like neither of them did that. And then it's like now now when uh, the new kid is like Tom Holland is talking to uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, like <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Plus, like, up? a lot of that is, like, science stuff. Like, he's like, oh, is your, like, are your wings made of this? That would explain how you're able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, could you just fuck me, dude? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if you've been in a fight, but normally there's not much stuff talking. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, he apologizes yeah. and then goes right back in the... Um, he has this part in the comment that, that I like where he's fighting three guys. Like, you think you can, you can just put us all at once? He's like, yeah. And in one punch, and he just, he, like they're all coming at him in a line, and he punches them just so that one hit hits all three of them. It's like those. It's and, like he the, sa- and he just yells, punch line. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, one of those th- those things in the office where you have like uh, five metal balls together. Oh, yeah, hit, yeah. You hit one, and then it, like, it hits all the other ones, and the, other, the one at the very end like shoots, shoots off. Shoots up, and it comes back. It's a metronome. Yeah. Um, I just want to end it with uh, that there's actually a new Green Lantern uh, oath. Uh, it's this guy that has they have no eyes. Oh, okay. They just have extremely good like hearing, I guess. Is it the F sharp bell? Yeah. Have you have you heard that one? Yeah, the F sharp bell. That's oh, awesome. Been, it's been around for a while because uh, the, like there was a comic book in the eighties mm-hmm. about that that there was a it was a blind superhero or a blind guy that was that was, was found like, to be the perfect person for the the ring. The, yeah. And it's like I don't know what green is, and I don't know what lantern is, <laughs> so they made his the F sharp bell. It's a pretty cool thing. Um, I never actually heard it before. Yeah, yeah, they, they used it to to figure some stuff out because <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't see through the, the thing, but he could hear through it. Yeah. Um, is he like an alien? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how does the how's, did you write the oath down? Oh, or? I did. Yeah, if you want to say it. Yeah, it's um. In loudest din or hush profound, my ears catch evil's slightest sound. Let those who toll out evil's knell beware my power, the F-sharp bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was, because um, there's a comic book, I think, like I said, it was in the 80s. It was called The Tales of the Green Lantern Corps. Mm-hmm. And it was basically about, like, other lanterns aside from Hal Jordan and them and all sorts of stuff. I have a question. What do his constructs look like? He, he has no constructs. He, he just he, it, like all of his stuff is sound based. So like he'll he'll make a he'll, he'll make like he'll a make, sound. He'll make a boom that can destroy stuff. Or okay, like, by using the ring. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So in a way, it's a little bit more powerful. It it it, it is, and it well, it is, and it isn't. It's like it's like it, there's no physical construct to Completely him. Completely indestructible. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like um. It's like you know you can't make a, a long-lasting it's construct like, you know, out of sound. Whatever. <laughs> like he can't he can't picture anything. Yeah. Because he's never seen anything. So it's just kind of weird in that regard. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I like it a lot. So is that we all good? Yeah, I was just gonna say it kind of reminds me of Brooke. Did you read the latest chapter, Ed? Not yet. Not yet. Huh? Uh, uh, Brooke. Uh, there's there's a bunch of these guys that basically have like souls. Um, the person they're fighting has the ability to take like little little pieces of your life, almost like separate souls, and put them into uh, objects and then give them give them life. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brooke is is currently fighting a bunch of them, and he's like, "Oh, so you have soul? Like you, you're just souls in like inanimate objects, huh?" And he's like, "Well, I'm the soul king." And he just this giant soul, this all freaking crazy comes out of him, and he just basically removes all their souls using his music. What the hell? Yeah, it's badass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "You think you think your soul power is better than mine?" Like. 
Basically. Bring it. Well, he was a he was a floating soul for what, like a year? Oh, no, or, or uh, eighty years. Eighty years. I think it was something like eighty. I think he's like yeah. nine. No, I think he's like ninety something. And he was probably like twenties or thirties, so probably like sixty or seventy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a long ass time. Yeah, enough for his bone, his body to become bones. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was really cool. Sounds amazing. I'm gonna check it out. This now. counts as comics, right? It's Japanese comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So anyway, <laughs> always know we record here at Undercity Comics off of Philadelphia and Greenleaf here in Uptown Whittier. Uh, Marvel DC Independent, you've got money, come and spend it here at Undercity Comics. Um, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Procrast Podcast, and you can also uh, email us at uh, podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Uh, for this week, this is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Telling you, I've got a lot of editing to do. Yeah. Procrastination. <laughs>